Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, everybody. Hello, <laughs> I feel like someone just said my name. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> uh, how's everybody doing this afternoon? We just thank God for continuing to move here at the Gap Church. Can we make some noise for the worship team? No, we thank God indeed. Thank you, bro. Let's make some noise for Michael. <laughs> Appreciate that, bro. Man, um, God is so faithful. Um, of course, uh, oh, yeah, you know, a lot of it's a little bit short, so I got to I got to move this down a little bit. Thank you. God bless you. Make some noise for the people that are short in this room. <laughs> Come on, be excited. Thank you. Please. Thank you. If you're 5'5", five, five, you're short. <laughs> The earth is the Lord and his fullness there. We're close to the earth. Ah, you're not serious. Man, we thank God. Um, we just, um, we have just um, gone out of a, a season of conference. Can we just make some noise for that? Man, God is so faithful um, with what happened during conference. Um, and last week, it was amazing just seeing uh, the faith that has been stirred up, um, seeing what God um, did in the lives of, of you individuals, the church. Um, and so we just thank God. We just thank God right now for, the, uh, for all the testimonies that, that happened last, last week and all the, uh, the faith testimonies. And I, I believe that God is going to seal those testimonies that were done in faith. Amen. All right, so we're going to do something real quick that is in the first service. I'm going to count from three to one. And at one, I want us to clap and celebrate everyone joining us online. Period. We're not alone. We have people. And so are we ready? Three, two, one. We clap. Woo! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us online. Woo! We love you guys. We are sorry that you guys missed uh, part of the conference. Sorry. Like but we got you on Sundays. <laughs> Feels like Wendy Williams show. <laughs> I know it's, you know, but I, I hope you guys online are following us on Instagram and GapConf. Then that way, you see some things and feel formal. We want you to feel Apart. the formal. Yeah. So we um today we have the privilege of starting a new series. My name is David Oladaro Patterson, and this is Lalade. And we're on Jesus. the Word Team. Uh, if this is your first time at the, <laughs> if this is your first time at the Gap Church. Uh, this is the Gap Church where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. And we are so happy that you're here, uh, joining us online or in person. Thank you. Um, we don't usually sit down, so do not get used to this. Um, for those that know, they know. <laughs> um, but today we have the pleasure of starting a new series, um, and the title mm. of the series is. Testimony. Can we make some noise for that, man? man shout, shout out to the media team for doing that right on cue. Right on cue. Like, just testimony. <laughs> we thank God. <laughs> man, we really do thank God. Um, so we are, in a, we are in a specific series. For the next four weeks, we are going to be um, talking about this topic of testimony. Um, we always know, when we think of testimony, it's just like, you know, sharing what God has done in, in your life, and our lives. But we're going to take an intentional time of really going into like the depths of what um, testimony is. What is the purpose of it? Why don't we share it? What can stop us from sharing it? And over the next three or four weeks, we're going to have some people that are going to come in and they're going to be able to share their testimony. Um, we're going to have some guests. It's going to be a little bit more of like a, a more practical, literal series because we want everyone, like we, I said in the first service, we are in a season of boldness. Can we say that boldness? Boldness. boldness. So we cannot be silent. To be a gut filler, you cannot be silent. 
And so we are in a, a series of, uh, of testimony because we're trying to build our boldness up. And so uh, we're going to really uh, be going ham in this series because all of us have something, like whether you're in the process of it or whether it's just you waking up this morning, there is something that you can testify about. And um, we believe that through this series, everybody's going to be encouraged and have the boldness to share what God is doing in your life, your family's life, and even be, be able to tap into whatever some, uh, God is doing for somebody else. Amen? Amen, amen. In our Bible um, scripture, um, please open your Bibles. Media, we just praised you. Let us <laughs> praise you to the end. <laughs> okay, our Bible scripture, uh, anchor scripture for this series is Revelation 12, yeah, yeah. from verse 10 to 11. Yeah, Revelations. Should we praise the media too? Uh, is it there? Okay, I guess it's. Is, uh, guess is it there? Ah. <laughs> it's coming. All right, open your Bibles, please. And whenever it's there, just clap for them. Revelations 12, from verse 10 to 11. Then I heard, is there now? Celebrate them. Come on. <laughs> Celebrate grace. <laughs> verse 10. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamp and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Ooh, I should be doing voiceovers. Uh, <clears throat> no. <laughs> no, but uh, this, 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 this scripture is going to be really important for this series. Of course, we've heard this. We've heard the line, we've overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And uh, 10 is so important because it says, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. So the enemy has been defeated. Amen. Man. The enemy's been defeated. But here's the recipe. Here's like the strategy of that. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb. That is the resur- that is the, that is Jesus going to the cross, right? And by the word of their testimony, the word of their, not Jesus' testimony, of their testimony, our testimony. And so that is the recipe. That, that is literally the strategy of how we can overcome the evil one is we have the blood we've been saved by the blood but the word of our testimony is just as is just as weighty yeah that's good all right so we're gonna go into a definition what is a testimony what is a testimony please let's just write this down because we're gonna do a test so test testimony testimony is the act of honoring the lord by bearing witness to others about his work in your life Testimony is the act of honoring the Lord by bearing witness to others about his work in your life. It is an evidence proof that God is at work. That's good. And with that, with that um, definition, we have to understand that testimony, like it says, is the evidence or proof that God is at work. Right? God is always at work. So what does that mean? We are living constantly in a testimony. Amen. And so the biggest thing that, just like Lolati hinted right there, in testimony, there's test. In order for, for the testimony to make sense, you have to go through a test, right? And so that is what we have to realize, that testimony comes with test. 
And the reality is that when we are speaking and declaring what God has done is because we've gone through some sort of test, whether it's a test of just sleeping and waking up, that is a test. Whether it is a test of getting from point A to point B, and there was a lot of stuff that could happen, that's a test. There's so many tests, and we thank God for his grace, there's so many tests that we pass daily that we don't even know that, that it was a test, right? And so it, this, this is why it's important to understand that if you don't go to the test, there's really no testimony, you have to go through something. You have to, and it may not have to be drastic. It can just be the simple things for there to be a testimony. That's good. Your test might just be not reacting <laughs> when you should have reacted. That's for you not to react. I'm sure some of you are like, ah, if not for God, I know I would have actually reacted. Well, you went through the test, and the testimony was that you did not react. Amen. Amen. And so we just go go straight into it and we say why do people not share testimonies because now well, what's the point of having to talk about testimony if everybody shares testimony if testimony was a culture then we will not have a series on testimonies because we're like there's no need talking about something that we already do you know but it's because it's we the culture of testimony is not one of the most popular things that's why you see most times even in the churches they set up one service for testimonies and then for like seven months it's just be guarding your testimony, just be guarding your testimony, just guarding. And so you just think once a year, I'm just waiting for that big bang. So the next seven months, there'll be a big bang, something that happens. So by the time the first person comes and says, oh my car, the fire started in this place, but stopped right when it came in front of me. And you, the next person behind it, just like, I'm going to testify that I woke up and slept, just slept and woke up. Should I bother to go up? Fire did not happen in my house, you know, and that that kind of thing, you know. And but why do we not? Why do we not share testimony? That I talked about this. He said the test, you know. He said the test. Um, PTSD of the process. A lot of us, we um, the process it took us to get to that testimony. You might just finally get that thing that you want, but because you have to, you had to go through so many things. You had just like, well, finally, I got it. You know, and you just don't want to have to go back and relieve it. Because most of the time, when you share the testimony, you look, you kind of have to relieve it. When you're trying to explain it, you have to relieve it. If you've, if you've been to sexual harassment, abuse, or whatever it is, and, you know, you had to go through the healing process and then the forgiving process, and now you're better for it, every time you want to share it as a testimony, a little bit of, you kind of have to relieve it a little bit because you have to, you know, talk about it. And so because of all of these things that we, we went through a, drastic, a, a bad experience, but God brought us out of it, but we don't want to relieve that bad experience. That's, a, that's, that's one of the biggest reasons why some of times we don't want to share the testimony. I don't even have anything to say about that. Yeah, that's good. I think another reason, and we didn't really get to share this in the first place, but I think a lot, a lot of times, and this is a check for a lot of us, we need to check our friend groups, people around us, is that a lot of times we feel like our story is devalued. Like, when, I mean, and we have people around us where, you know, I can say like, oh my gosh, a lot of, you know, like, uh, man, like, I just got a car. And then a lot of can be like, let me tell you about what God did for me. And, one then, up and, and we have this one-up culture where it's like, what God has done for me is greater than what he did for you. And so what happens is that the, the devaluing process is, I, I love um, what one of our HODs said like, uh, last, last week. He was, like, he was like, you know, let me share this testimony about how I almost got into an accident. I, I didn't think it was a big deal. But the reality is that a lot of times we live in a culture and we're around people who devalue what God is doing in our lives on the daily. Like, we have a testimony that, it, that, 
like for some of us, our testimony can just be the fact that we are speaking. We have a voice now. Like we, are, we have the courage and boldness to speak out. We have been silenced for so long and now God has given us a boldness to speak out. And now somebody will be around us and they don't think, just because they don't think it's a big deal does not mean that God doesn't affirm that. And so a lot of times we have conversations with people where we're speaking about the deliverance, we're speaking about what God has been doing for us. And what happens is that they tend to now reflect something greater. Oh, man, let me just tell you, I got a scholarship for 20K. And to you, you're like, you know, that's crazy. But the reality is that, like, the person doesn't know how much of an impact you having your voice has. They don't understand how big of a chokehold it was, of a chain, of a bondage it was for you to be silenced. And so a lot of times we don't see our testimonies as valuable because of the people we're around. We're always like, oh, God is doing this for this person. He's done this, 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 and this, and he only did this. Count your blessings one by one. Count them. Like, you don't understand that that person may have, their, their testimony has been pending because of disobedience. <clears throat> you, you have like 10, 15. It doesn't matter if they're small or insignificant. It does not matter. Do not disqualify what God is. I said this in the first service. God will never share his glory with anybody. Stop trying to take his glory away from him. Stop trying to hide the glory. Give it to him. If it's, I woke up this morning and oh, God knows the sleep I had. If I remember I was telling a lot of yesterday like, we were, after, after Saturday of conference last week, I remember we were just all gisting outside for a long time. And literally, we left church, and, and we saw, like, a crazy accident on the highway. And I remember I was telling, I was telling my wife, I was like, bruh, imagine, like, I, I just thank God. I don't even know why. I just thank God because maybe we were just talking that long just so we weren't in that accident. Just thank God. Because, what if... It could have been worse. That's, I like to say a lot. It could have been worse. What if? I was just like, I just thank God because maybe us joking and laughing and saying these things and, and, and me, of course, I'm tired. I want to get home. Maybe all of that was just because. And the, and the accident looked fresh. It was a fresh accident. Like maybe it happened like 10 minutes prior. And, and what if it was just because God was sparing us? That's so real, you know. And one of the things we have here is um, you're grateful, but you're not thankful. Um, Jesus, you, yes, you. I believe that being grateful can it's a, it's maybe your heart posture, but think being thankful is your heart plus actions. Um, and so now you you have you have um, you're waiting for the hundred percent, but you're not thankful at the twenty percent. Jesus, you know, um, and God is just waiting for you to react at twenty percent, so that twenty percent can become. Be the- 40%, 40% can become 60%, and then eventually you get 100%. But you, when the moment it stops at 20%, you're just waiting that, God, until you get to 100%, I'm not going to say full thank you. I'm just going to give you, but God is doing it. He's uh, still working. You know, because he said what he started, he will bring to completion. But you're not thanking him at the start. You know, and so that is why we're trying to be the culture of testimonies. Because we have to have a culture of thankful people. Somebody once, I used to say this when I was growing up, if you're not grateful, you're a grateful. Um, because God, it's, I don't even know how we live. Well, 
I don't, I won't fully blame us because we don't even say thank you to our friends when they do stuff for us. Yes. So why, why say thank, why say thank you to God? You know, you don't say thank you to your parents when they do stuff for you. They should do it. God should protect me. God should bless me. Why? What did you do? Yeah. But you know. And I think just to even to piggyback off of that, even with us being grateful but not thankful, a lot of us have, have done a great disservice in sharing our testimonies. I remember there's a there's something that happened where we, we had heard somebody sharing a testimony, and I remember one of the people that, you know, was like, ah, that person did not explain that testimony the way it actually happened. That if they explained it the way it happened, the whole place would have scattered. And that's because we're grateful, not thankful. We have done such a great disservice because because of uh, we don't want to be transparent. We don't want to let all our secrets out, our dirt out. We don't want to say all the real stuff. But the reality is that the evangelism isn't the real stuff. And so when we come and share a testimony, we just we say, oh, man, I just want to thank God because he's just, he's, just been, he's just been working on me. He's been working on me. Like there's some stuff that I've been, there's some stuff that I've been going through, some stuff that I, he brought me out of, some stuff that just been, man, but we thank God. Amen. What is the stuff? Like what? Is, what is the stuff he's been working on? Let's be real. I remember one of these. One of this. Uh, when I was in college, one of the the craziest things that um, happened. I was under a leadership, and the pastor was like, "Stop trying to like stop trying to wait for the testimony, um, so you don't expose yourself. Expose yourself in the process. You struggle with lust. I'm working on it. God, I didn't watch porn yesterday. Thank you, Jesus." You want to wait three years later so you can be like, you know, I just want to thank God because I've, I've just, you know, um, I struggle with addiction, you know, Th three years. Like, like, let's be real. Talk about the process. Understand that you, you're doing a great disservice when you try and water down what God has done for you. Because here's the thing. When God talks about you, do you think he waters you down? He doesn't water his description about you. My daughter that serves faithfully, he doesn't water it down. Does, does God say, oh, yeah, my daughter that is, she's good. She's doing stuff. She's doing stuff in my house. Doing stuff in my house. Stop watering down the testimony. Bruh, there's power in the sexual assault. There's power in the, in the molestation. There's, there's power in all these things. But we water it down because we want to we hide ourselves. We, wanna, we don't want people to ask us questions. That's another one. We don't want, we, here's another one, Lodi. People don't want to share the testimony because they don't want the responsibility that comes with the testimony. That's good. That's good. Because the thing is that a lot of us aren't ready to speak up because God has assigned something with our testimony. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yep. He's assigned something with what, what he's done for you. So here's the thing. If you struggled with one thing, God is waiting for you to testify because there's, some, there's three or five people yeah. in the audience that he wants to deliver. But the thing about you is that you don't want, you don't want the questions. You don't want the heat. You, you don't want all that attention. And so what do you do is that, you know, you post a nice little Instagram update, uh, update post. You know, man, for the past three months, and you, and you try to make it like a nice little, uh, what do they call those things again? The dump, a little photo dump. <laughs> a little photo dump. Let me just throw this in there, a little photo dump. Stop trying to water it down. There's, there's, there's a, a lot of us have been praying for a purpose and for assignment, and it's in our testimony. That's good. Like you said, so because they don't want a responsibility, somebody might just walk up to them after a testimony and be like, oh, what did you do? I'm going through the same thing. I want to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And now you have to be accountable. 
And now you need to check they up don't with want, them. They don't want that. Now you need to pray with them. And all of these things, are assignments, we test him. And he's just like, bro, I don't want to do that. You know, I just want to bask in the glory that belongs to you. You know, um, but I, I think one other reason, you know, when we gave the example of the lady that gave the testimony and she didn't explain it. She did explain it, but she only explained what she did, not what God did. Jesus. And so sometimes when, um, why we don't even want to share testimonies because we have been able to give, explain what we did to get there. And so in our heads, we're still trying to fit God into how we got we don't We don't see the God side of it. You know, and so you're like, but I studied. I had a tutor. I did this. I had private classes. I did all of this. And that was how I was able to pass my exam. So, but because now you have answers, now because you have, you're able to explain it in a practical sense. You do not, we're like, so why will I not share this? How do I fit God into this? And you don't understand that when the Bible says that the spirit of truth will come and guide you into all truth. When the Bible talks about the spirit of remembrance, you think you remember by yourself? I remember somebody was saying, he said when he was fully aware of the angels that he had, he said, because he started walking in the prophetic, he said he was having an exam and he said he wanted to test the angels. And so he told them, he said, please, can you tell me what the answer is? And he said, I can only tell you what you read. That's literally what That's where you come in. I can only remind you of what you've read. That's where God comes in. He only he will bring to your remembrance what you have read. And so the 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 testimonies there is I God brought to my remembrance what I had studied. God puts the right people in my in my path to explain those things to me. I did not study amiss because you can study the entire book and then it's that one page that you decide not to open that will show up. Yes or yes. We know, yeah. you know, but then it's the one that you decide to study that comes out in the exam, and yet you still don't see the God factor in it. And so, because we are, we have logical explanations for some things, and I don't fully blame us. We are in a world where science has done their best, and I, I, I am, I am, I am science. I'm from science. I, I'm a digital marketer. I'm an information system. I do science. I do coding. I know science, but there's some things that science cannot explain. They can try, but because we come we're in an environment where everything has an explanation, we bring that same, that same thing to spiritual things. Spiritual things should not have an explanation. That's good. It shouldn't have an explanation. It, stop trying to exactly. When you study the word, when you start to study about God, you should have headache. <laughs> you, it, should not, it shouldn't make sense because that's where faith comes into play. Wow. When it starts to make sense, you don't need faith. You have to believe. And so we're just going straight into the benefits of testimonies. Yeah. What are, what are the be- benefits of testimony? Uh, testimonies bring glory and honor to the Lord. Um, you know, uh, I think that the scripture says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to him. And I think we have to understand that the reason why it's important to share our testimonies is that we're literally affirming God, bringing the glory and honor to him. This is why it's important that we continue to, 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 to praise him, even in the process, because we're literally saying that, God is fully responsible for everything that's happened in my life. God is fully responsible for this situation. I don't know if you have more to say about that. Yeah, um, Zephaniah um, 3.17, it says that um, God in the midst of them is mighty. You know, and so when we say that, when we talked about honor, the first, um, the first uh, what's it called, Sunday service of honor, we talked about honoring God. Testimonies bring glory and honor to God. It brings glory and honor to God. You're trying to say that, all glory 
to God. The next one will quickly go because of our time. Testimonies is proof that God can be trusted and his word is true. You know, and I love this one also because it helps you connect to God's word in the lives of people that you know. It helps you connect to God's words in the life of people that you know. So it's so easy for you to watch a sermon or watch a series or something and just, oh, God is doing that for them. Oh, this person, you, you see somebody on TV, oh, was, the person was in a, the person could not walk and all of a sudden they can walk. And you're seeing, you know, but then what happens when the, the testifier is someone that is next to you? What happens when the testifier is your, you literally saw your mother who was so sick. All of a sudden she's well and she's strong again. That's what testimony does. Testimony starts to give you proof of in the lives of people. So you saw the before and now you are seeing the after. And so it gives that personal touch. Like I said in the first service, um, ser- um, service a, lot of, a lot of people know the Bible stories. The people that we want to evangelize to, some, most of them know the Bible stories. Some of them grew up in church. But the story they don't know is your story. Come on. And so when we go to evangelize, we they are able to relate. They don't know they don't know anything about leprosy. They don't know anything about wars. That they don't woman with the issue of blood. But when you're telling them that I actually went through what you are going through right now, they are able to relate with you because you are now the physical manifestation of God's glory and not just open. You can open Zephaniah this to say, read it. That's good, you know. So. Yeah, and, and and for number the next point about it is like I love um this 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 next point. Testimonies act as a seal to the miracles that have been received. You know, a lot of times when we share testimonies boldly, we are literally holding God to that. Um, Lolly and I were talking about it. I remember she she wrote the scripture uh, Luke seventeen eleven to nineteen. You can just write it down, and it's the scripture of uh, the ten the ten lepers, right? Yeah. Yeah, and 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 Jesus had healed them, and they all left, and one returned, one returned, and and in the scripture it says that what Jesus said to him was that you are now made whole. Especially on that, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> he's too <it>. excited. <laughs> yeah, um, I think you know I restudied it last night, and the first thing the Holy Spirit showed me was. God gave them, Jesus gave them an instruction to go show themselves. In those days, if you're a leper and you've been healed, you need to show yourself to the priest for them to like give the stamp of approval that you can be in the midst of people. But before Jesus healed them, he sent them. And so he said, go show yourself to the priest. So as they were going, the Bible recorded, they noticed that they were healed. And then the one person came back and the Bible says, and Jesus said that you, that we are the rest. And he said, they were, they, well, they didn't come back. And he said, because of what you did, you're made all. I know what the Holy Spirit told me. He said, the, the people that were healed, the leprosy stopped. And so, they, like, where it's, it, it wasn't, they were not, their hands were not being eaten into, it stopped. So they were healed. But the person that was made all, the Holy Spirit told me that his hands grew back. There's miracles and there's miracles. And so we have two people received healing but one with testimony collected the oldness of his miracle Come on. and so I have someone who is healed meaning that the sickness has stopped there's no like there are still those, there's the scars are still there oh the, it, the scars are still there but there's somebody that God just wiped away the scars and now you're made old from up to like nothing happened to you and that's what happens when we testify it's a seal on your miracle God, that's why when the Bible says, test me and see. So imagine coming up here and saying, I was sick, but God healed me. 
And God is like, but I wasn't even done. But you're thanking me. Well, I'm just starting with you, but you're thanking me. Ah, What can I do? What more can I do? It doesn't need a thanksgiving. It just needs us to build a culture of gratitude. That's so good. That's so good. And, And I think that's the reality is that like when we testify of the healings and the the things that God is doing, that wholeness is a lot of times, like sometimes you, a lot of us are are, are scared sometimes when we, when God does something for us and we don't testify because we don't know if it's fully done. And so whenever you do testify, like I remember uh, the person that was, that was testifying last week about um, something that he wants God to do. And I was like him saying this, Oh, it's finished. It is done. It is a done deal. It is a done deal. Because the thing is that, you know, not just from a practical aspect of the accountability that comes with it, but it's like when you're hold, I'm bragging about my God. Like, I'm bragging about my God. It, what he has started, he will fully finish and more. And so the wholeness is a lot of times what we skip out on. We skip out on the, whole, the wholeness. We, like, like, what the Lord was saying is like, you know, you're healed, but it's like, there's still some things within, within your, 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 your discards, the DNA, like in your DNA, some things that are not working, that, that, that are still left undone, that is not really a whole healing. You're healed. The pain is, the pain is subs- like stopped, but the, the after effects, God can heal that too. God can heal the after effects as well. And, and, and number four, um, the benefits of testimonies is that testimonies create an atmosphere for duplication of miracles in your life and in others. They create an atmosphere for the duplication of miracles in your life and in others. Yeah, Revelations 19, 10 to 11. The last part, it says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. A lot of us, when we hear testimonies, that's when you just say, I tap into that testimony. So then in the first service, I go so I can tap into it. Anything tapable is going to tap into it. <laughs> you know, um, we're so quick to rebuke, but we're so slow to receive. You know, like somebody just comes up here to say something like, God protected me. At that moment, this, the, it has, they've awakened the spirit of protection is already around. Wow. And you have just a couple of seconds to just grab it. But we'll just be, <laughs> just be smiling. Hallelujah. Testimonies create an atmosphere for duplication. Have you ever, have you noticed that those that give testimony always come back to give more testimony? That's so good. That's good. They always, they're always the ones, they always come back. So it's always the same set of people always coming back. And like, I did the only one. <laughs> they're creating duplication for themselves. The moment it's spoken out, the Bible talks about the power in the tongue. The moment it's spoken out is in the atmosphere. And so, please, what we say all of this today is so that we build a culture of thank you. And we, we, we use the good news of the testimony, the testimony of Jesus, to silence the bad news that has already been sent forth into this generation. That's already been sent forth into these times. We don't open the TV, open the news, there's bad news. We're opening Instagram, there's bad news. This, and there's just a lot of bad news. But there is more good news. But people don't just talk about it. Our Instagram, we just, we just like to repost the bad news. But we don't repost the good news. I remember there was this time when people were just talking about bad marriages. 
everybody was just talking about bad marriages. Oh, this person, every, and I was just like, is every marriage bad? And I realized that the good ones are not talking. Wow, that's good. And then one person, she, she, one lady just wrote the weirdest thing of how her husband just knows her. And I almost wanted to come and thank you. Because they are good ones. Be- and because of the amount of bad words or bad examples of marriage, a lot of people don't even want to get married. But they are the good ones. There are people that are sorry in their marriages that are literally floating. That they are enjoying their li- baby girl life for her forever. They are there. They, they are floating. Receive that. You see that? Re- oh, see, they, they already got, they got You see that I'm that. saying? Some of y'all are slow to react. Some of y'all are slow to react. That's the thing. Put, put your antennas on. Receive it. Oh, gosh. Receive the good marriage. Yeah. In this house, we will only see good marriages. That will bring trouble to the when we say, when we say, you gotta, you gotta tap in. I'm telling gotta you. Gotta tap in. Oh, you, you got about three seconds to tap in. That's all you got. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. The testimonies bring duplication. Mm. Testimonies bring duplication. So please, do not wait for, like we said, do not wait for the big things to happen. React at the 20%. React at the 10%. Don't worry. If you open your mouth to your testimony and your friend is about to one-up you, share your testimony. Don't worry. Share your testimony. Because you just put God to test. Even if it's not complete yet and you're just in part one, put God to test. That's, that's really it. And I think, that, I think the last thing I just want us to know is that let us be aware to what God is doing. I know we know the song... I can't even, I can't even count one, two, three, four, I can't even count them all. No, but like understand that have an awareness to what God is doing in your life. Like it's two things. Number one, depend on him. And number two, have an awareness. When I lose something, Holy Spirit, help me find it. I'm giving, I'm giving myself a reason to give God glory. Lord, I'm tired right now. Help me get like walk with like walk with him and then have the awareness and the antenna antennas that every single notice it notice it notice it every little thing notice it you have to notice it god thank you for what you just did for this person oh thank you god oh lord thank you don't discount anything oh, this morning i woke up i said oh i'm so tired lord help me thank you god that you've been helping me like, give God room to work in your life. That's, a, that's for somebody. Give God the room to work in your life. If you don't give him the room, then my thing is that you're going to be searching for the big testimonies. You're going to be searching for the big testimonies. Some of y'all, it's a miracle that you graduated. <laughs> if you want to graduate, tap into it. Mashatakalabashoto. Uh, it's a miracle that you're graduated and you have to realize that there's something 
that you have to understand and notify yourself that it's only God. Yes, I did the work. Yes, I put in the hours. Yes, I stayed after school for the classes. But God, thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your mercy and allowing me to finish strong. So that's the thing. We, we have to be, our antennas have to be up, guys. Every little thing. Stop waiting. Stop waiting for the bad things to happen. Trust me, the enemy will give you, if you want bad things to happen, see y'all good job you're not you're not receiving that one <laughs> they will not, yeah understand that you have to have your antennas on because we cannot we cannot be like the former where we're waiting for the car accidents we're waiting for the fires we're waiting for the bad relationships the to toxic situations the depression all those anxiety no, no 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 the joy of the lord is enough for me the joy of the lord is enough for me the fact that I got $5 in my account is enough for me. <laughs> they wanted me to say $5,000. Like, like, the fact that I'm, I'm in the school is enough for me. The fact that I'm in my degree is enough for me. That's enough. The fact that I have breath in my lungs, that's enough for me. The fact that I have purpose is enough for me. The fact that I can talk to Lolade, I don't need any assistant, it's enough for me. Like the fact that I can move all my, my I, it's, that's enough for me. That's it. If That's enough for me. Some of y'all, y'all need to have a lifestyle. That's enough for me. The contentment where it's like, God, if this is all that it is, it's enough for me. I'm, I'm grateful because it's enough for me. If this is where, I know that we, we have the grinding thing in us that we want a higher job, but it's like, God, if this is where you want me at, it's enough for me. This is enough for me. Yeah, it is enough. Is anyone saying, God, what you have done is more than enough? Are we saying, God, what, what you have done? It's more than enough. It's, God, what you have done? It's more than enough. God, what you have done? It is one, more one, than enough. One, one more thing, and I want us to understand this, is that when we release the testimony, we open up our hands to receive. So when you close your hands and you hold on to what God is doing, what else can he give you? when you release it you're giving it back to him and you're now saying i have more room to receive i have more room to receive god here's my hands Expand your capacity capacity let's not even go there <laughs> <laughs> you know and one of the greatest testimonies in the bible is the woman the Samar i always I, I believe the samaritan woman because you she she wasn't coming with like a sickness or you know, she had someone that was dying or she received the, the gift of mercy. Bible said that she was so, she said, come and meet. She didn't even say, she said, come and meet a man that could tell me the things that I have done that nobody knew. What, you know what's funny to me is that some, anybody else that somebody will just walk up to you and tell you, um, your the wife, the one at home is not your husband. This, and they are you know, exposing you. You say, this that church, they always judge. The judge, but what she she knew she received was the gift of mercy. Was somebody who loved her in spite, regardless. You know, I was driving um, before conference, and the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart the mystery of regardless. And He said, "We receive regardless. We are blessed regardless. We're given regardless, regardless of your background, regardless of what your you know your brain capacity, regardless of what you've brought." He is still giving. And that's one of the greatest testimony 
of mercy. And so even in this place, I want us to bow our heads. If you want to receive the gift of mercy, that is the greatest testimony. It's the greatest testimony. The greatest gift that God can ever give you is the gift of mercy. Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace that you might obtain mercy. Boldly. The best gift he can give you is the gift of mercy. And so if you are here and you want to receive the gift of mercy. I am here and we are all seated here. Most of us who are serving and most of us who are leading are born again. We are able to say we did not get here because we were equipped. He did not choose he did not pick the cube he cubes those he has chosen and that we've been chosen and we've found mercy it's a testimony and so please if you want to step out and receive this gift of mercy i tell you i said testimonies bring duplication so the gift of mercy is, is right now is in the air ready to come to whoever needs it the gift of mercy is just moving around in this room right now and waiting for those who would receive it the gift of mercy the gift of mercy, the gift of regardless. I don't care what you did yesterday. I don't care what you did this morning. I don't care what you did 20 minutes ago. I am here to give you the gift of mercy. I'm here to give you regardless, 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 regardless. I am here to give you regardless. And so because I just want us to step forward real quick. We just have a few seconds to do this. And, and I just want you to receive the gift of mercy. I want you to receive the gift of mercy. I want you to receive the gift of mercy. That is the greatest testimony you can ever say. That regardless of what I have done, the gift is made available. He said, before you were, the lamp has already been slain. He's already given to you. He's already testifying about you. That I love you so much that I gave my only son. That I love you so much that I gave my only child. That I love you so much that I put the mark on my back. I cut my hands and released blood that you have blood available for you that gift of mercy is in the atmosphere right now and few more seconds if you want to step out please step out real quick and receive the gift of mercy the best gift that you can ever receive the bible says my sheep hears my voice and they know me he said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I do not tell you that, oh, you will not walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but I tell you that you will walk in boldness. I tell you that you will walk in confidence. I tell you that you will walk in protection. I tell you that you will walk in provision. I thank you. I tell you that Jaira is with you. I, thank, I tell you that a banner is with you. The gifts of mercy. And if you're in front, please, I just want you to kneel down if you can. The gift of mercy. The gift of mercy. The gift of mercy. And I just want you to see after me, Lord Jesus. And if you're online too as well, they'll be the saved online. And please, I want you to text the number to, to um, that text, save to that number and join us in this prayer. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Help me to know you better. As I accept you today, take over my heart and dwell in me. Forgive me of my old ways and help me to change into the person that you want me to be. I love you, Lord, and I proclaim that you are my God in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray for your daughters that is right here. 
I thank you for the gift of mercy that you have sent forth in, in today's service, oh God. Because we know that is the greatest gift. Father, I thank you, oh God, for the gift of the blood. And Father, I declare that in the name of Jesus, that they don't, do not only hear about the gift, but they receive the gift of mercy. Father, that you do not, because we know that you have forgiven them, but the grace to forgive themselves. And for the grace to walk with you, oh God. Lord, this is not going to be a roller coaster, but it's going to be a smooth ride with you, oh God. That, Father, they will not come again next Sunday and have to do this again. But instead, they will come and say that the last one week has been supernatural experiences with you. Father, I begin to pray that their lives is filled with encounter. Encounter with the blood. Encounter with the angels. Encounter with the spirit of God. Lord, I begin to release Ruhak Elohim upon their lives oh God that they walk in the giftings of you oh God and the fact that their lives is enveloped with testimonies in the name of Jesus father we thank you for your daughters oh God write their names in the book of life father testify about them daddy testify about them thank you Jesus for in Jesus mighty name we pray celebrate Jesus in Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.